0: Start a business from zero, but that's not the case. This, I like to do whatever I want to do, and on the ATS network, gives you transfertainment. I can say whatever I want to say. I'm so excited about that. Again, I have a live audience, I even have a thank you, thank you. I have an online audience as well, and we're gonna have some fun, but I need to pick back up on what I was talking about the last episode. Now, let me tell you what I'm doing. You guys have to watch this consecutively because I'm telling you about money. I'm going to spend about 12 to 13 episodes telling you about money. And then right after that, I'm going to smash money. You have been hoodwinked and bamboozled. You, You have no idea that they are lying to you, but I cannot tell it to you yet until I tell you how money really works. So if you need to go back to the last episode and see the first law of money, the first law of gold, which was from George S. Classen's hit novel, The Richest Man in Babylon, we want to go ahead and go back to there. Now, why is this richest man in Babylon? I need you to understand that the Babylonians were great with money, and so were many people back in the old days. And by old, I mean further than antiquity, way past what you would call Old Testament times. There were laws of gold that were standard that a few people understood and a few people gained from it. You don't have to agree with that, but if you look at the world today, that's still the same story. A few of you have it and a few of you do not. More than a few of you do not. Let's pick back up yesterday what I was talking about. I was talking about classes you remember, I said poor class gets their money, goes out. Mm-hmm. Middle class gets their money, uses a financial institution, mm-hmm. and then that financial institution, it pays their bills. <coughs> then I brought up the upper class. Now, the upper class, before I tell you about the second law of money, uses all these laws of money. They have their expenses. Well, they have their income. Then they have their expenses and they create assets to pay for their expenses and they never touch their income. This means, and I said this last episode, other people's money. Now, I want. To, yes, we have a question.
1: Okay, can you please, please give an example
0: of other people's money? Yes. Okay, I give you an example of not only other people's money, but I'll give you an example of every bit of this. I'll give you an example of every bit of this. Everyone remember this model, okay? Remember this model. I'm going to draw an apartment complex. There is an apartment complex. It is a rectangle. That's no. This is an accurate depiction of a partner complex, okay? Now, in this, these little letter L's that I'm drawing as supposed to be squares should represent to you all the different units. Now they're used, they went from L's to the letter U. Now they're no longer distinguishable letters at all. They're just circles, which in fact, (coughs) the worth and might of the human everything one of the greatest accomplishments of mankind is written language. One of the greatest accomplishments. It is one of the greatest accomplishments. And as far as top five accomplishments, written language would be in the top five, without a doubt. Fire would definitely be up there as well. Now, written language is just simply circles. That's all. It's all just little circles. It's the circles that we design into things. Just wanted to give that out there to you. There's circles we design into things. But let me give you, anyway, back to it. Partner Complex. Let's assume this is 100 units. 100 units, I just terribly drew in here. 100 units, got it? Mm -hmm. Now, this stick man owns this apartment. He used an asset to even buy it or very high paying job and his income bought it with his high paying job. Let me stop, I know it's a little confusing here. He either, al- he or she, excuse me, either already had assets to buy an apartment complex. Let's say the apartment complex costs $300,000. dollars so we put that here. $300,000, that's a K. $300,000, <laughs> okay, you got me? Now, either, he was a he or she was a lawyer, doctor, or something that had a high-paying job, oil field, worked in Dubai, tax-free, whatever that may be. Okay? Now they had used their income to create an asset, or they had an asset to buy this asset. Either way, they would never touch their income again. Watch it. I'm gonna make this a little bit more sense. The goal, you got another question? Yes. No problem. The goal is to never touch your income. Stickman, in order to get this apartment complex, had to have a lot of income or assets that produced a lot of income. Either way, you wouldn't get in this apartment complex being in the poor or the middle class. Or maybe a business plan. That would have had you in the middle class and now you're crossing over to the upper class or to business owner or investor because both of these were Go ahead.
1: Okay, you just mentioned, because you answered my first question, you just mentioned business plan. Would a business plan be considered an asset?
0: Absolutely, a business plan is most certainly an asset. A business plan, Say you're in the middle class or you're in the poor class, doesn't matter, a business plan is something that will let you borrow and then move you to a different class if the business plan is good enough. It will move you to a different class. I'll explain that secondly after I erase some of the board real quick. But let me, I really need to answer your first question. I'm gonna answer it greatly now. Okay. 100 people must pay thousand dollars a month okay 100 people times a thousand dollars what is that you add two zeros on it and it becomes a hundred thousand dollars
1: <coughs>
0: a month. okay now you're catching it
1: audience you <laughs> caught it now
0: you're catching it this apartment complex cost three hundred thousand dollars but yields Mr. Stickman $100,000 per month. Do you see now? Okay, do you see this? This is 100 people going back and doing all the work using their income to pay for his expense, which is $300,000. Now I'm gonna erase the board. That's yes, definitely other people's money. I'm gonna erase the board and make this a tad bit more easier to catch. For the, some people, have to hear something two or three times before they can grab it. So I want to help you out. I said for the upper class. This is what they're not teaching you about money. They're not teaching you this. You do not go to school and learn this. You do not go to school. You can get an accounting degree and would never learn what I'm teaching you right now. You have to buy books like Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, something like that. They're not teaching you this in school because school is not designed to make you rich. School is designed to keep you an employee so you can stay in the funnel of debt slavery. That's what school is for. Okay, (coughs) now, upper class. Upper class has assets. In fact, apartment complex. Okay, apartment complex. Expense was $300,000. Now you will start to be able to see it. The income, we never identified the income because it doesn't matter what this income is or her income is because this stick person is only using other people's money to pay for their expenses. Now, at $100,000 a month, and the expense is $300,000 total, how many months will it take for Mr. and Mrs. Stick person make her. She's a lady now. Okay. She's a lady. Women empowerment. All right. There we go. How long will it take Mr. and Mrs. Stick person to pay off $300,000 if their asset, which is in this case an apartment complex, brings in $100,000 a month. Yes.
1: In my head, I'm going to say six months only because everything that they bring in, they still have other expenses that they need to pay.
0: Okay, that is fair. So let's do it this way then. The illustration answer was three months. (laughs) Since she's actually a real estate investor, she's right. So let's do it this way. Let's say three months, $300,000. They put in $100,000 in repairs. That's now $400,000. And the insurance on the building is $25,000 a month. And the maintenance, that means people collecting the rent and all that stuff, is another $25,000. So here is 50K plus the 25, so they have 50k total. It costs them $50,000 a month to run this building. In order to just have this building, it costs $50,000 a month. Where's that $50,000 coming from? $25,000 of insurance and $25,000 of monthly maintenance. That can be the apartment manager who takes, you know how you have an apartment complex you sit in the front. <coughs> that's all payroll, that's everything. So that's $50,000 just to maintain it monthly. Now. Now we have $50,000, 50K monthly expenses. 50K monthly expenses, okay? 50K monthly expenses. She still owes $100,000 in the repairs. Oh, she paid it, but she's still in the hole with that. Mm -hmm. So now we have an extra $100,000. In three months, she would pay off what she purchased. In the fourth month, she would pay off what she repaired. Got it? Mm-hmm. Now, realistically, in the, well, let's rewind that back, that's for illustration purposes. Here's how this will work in the real world because you're trying to keep your credit up to par. That's $100,000 there. And month one, $100,000. You would take 50 of that for your maintenance, the other 50 to to paying off your repairs. So now you have (coughs) $300,000 and this becomes 50. The next month, You do the same thing, you pay for the building, and month two, you take your repairs. Now, you're no longer in the hole of 4,000, you've now broken even in two months. This is why she said six months, okay? She's actually being very smart. Now, the next month, you take $50,000 and then you pay your repairs, and then what you do, what well, we'll stay over here. Then what you do is you take this 250 and it becomes, I mean, this 300 becomes 250. Mm-hmm. So we already had, we was already at two months, right? Mm-hmm. 250, 200, 150, 100, 50, zero. Six months plus the two months. In eight months, using other people's money, the upper class person has paid all their bills. And all their monthly bills, they don't pay people who are people, good people, who have to have that job, whose daughters need insulin, who must go, who have to. They're tired. You 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 go to work and you come home tired, don't you? That's <coughs> you. This is what they don't teach you. I wanted to re I want to finish that. <coughs> yes. I wanted to finish that because that's what I brought up last episode. And I'm going to tell you why I did it. Go ahead.
1: So technically after eight months, they're debt free of that particular of that particular purchase. So now that purchase went from a liability to an asset that they don't even have to come out of pocket for. Using that is
0: right. Money. And it was also good debt. The debt they brought on was good debt. Because that debt was for a vehicle. Remember I drew a little funny car last episode? That's good debt. Now, that brings us to law. I'm going to read it for you. And Richest Man in Babylon. This, I would have said it way back, well, in the 1611s when the King James Bible was written. That's another story. Go laboreth diligently and contendedly. For wise owner who finds for it profitable employment, multiplying even as flocks of the field. Okay, I read this so I get it. Yes, this is a law of money. I'll break it down to you in regular English. If you invest your money well, your money will simply make more money. All right, let's see if we can make some sense of this. Okay, see if we can make some sense of this. Law two of gold. Invest money well. This is a law. This is a universal law. We don't get to argue about this. This is not something. This means if you apply this, you cannot be broke. Not if you are the right color in the right country or the wrong color in the right country. Not if you're Jew or Gentile, Catholic or Protestant. Not if you're Muslim. Not if you don't believe in money. None of that stuff matters. N- nothing, n- not your religion. Keep your religion. I'm not here to fight your religion. I want you to have it if it makes you a better person. You can be a witch or you can be a priest. This is still going to apply. If you jump off a building, if you believe in Allah will gravity still take hold of you yes if you jump off a building and you believe in Jesus Christ will gravity still take you off the building yes your belief doesn't matter when it comes to universal laws a universal law by money at least the second one we're talking about is if you put it in the right place it will grow for you tremendously That's money, getting pregnant, and then having babies. And little babies are dimes and quarters. A a little dollar has some quarters. A a little hundred million has some hundred thousands. (laughs) That's all it is. It is nothing else. If you use your money properly, your money will multiply for you as fast as possible. Now... How does one use money properly? I I, I want you to pause for a second. I am telling you about the universal laws of money because in about 13 episodes or less, I I have this scheduled for 12 episodes of me just giving you this foundational understanding of money. I'm going to give you the five laws of money and the seven cures for a lean purse. Back to back they all come from the richest man in Babylon. I'm not making this up. This was knowledge passed on from generation to generation, from culture to culture, way before we got here. Way before we were here, before there was a central bank ever. The ancients were using universal laws of money to fatten their gold sacks. And the reason why I'm giving you these universal laws of money because I am getting ready to roundhouse kick everything you think you know about money and your government and your government's place in money. I am going to roundhouse kick it. Then I'm going to punch it in the ribs. And then I'm going to go viral. Then I'm going to have to duck from the people behind the curtain. I am going to expose the whole system. You need to be able to account for it So you can control it. That's why I'm going to give you the five laws of money and the seven laws for a cure purse, a lean purse. Who among you would like to not have your purse so anemic? Okay, you're a man. Do you want a thin wallet or a thick wallet? And do you want your wallet growing every day? That's the point here. Everybody following the point? Process this. Now, the next obvious question is how do I become stick woman here? (laughs) The the next obvious question should have been how do I become her? Mm -hmm. I've got, I'm going to give you some. Let me do it this way. Robert Kiyosaki, when I first came of knowledge in. Financial knowledge. I need you to understand that your knowledge is not financial knowledge. Financial intelligence is different than intelligence. I understood as he taught. E. S. B. I. I don't get any money for this. I want to tell you all. I want to help you. There's a book. Called Cash Flow Quadrant by Robert Kiyosaki. It is the second book of his. It is almost the continuation of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, but in a higher language. You really need to get this book because I'm going to explain this book to you in less than seven minutes. And the next seven minutes will be on, and you'll be pausing this, and then you will be going to episode three. (laughs) You're an employee. In order to move from employee to investor, it's almost impossible. A business plan to do it, but then you don't have the knowledge. Employees want security. Self-employed people want a business, but their business owns them. They don't own their business. An example of self-employed people. A self-employed person can be a doctor with a multi-million dollar practice. But if they have to be there and see every patient, if they get sick or go away for a year and their business doesn't grow without them, that's not a business owner. That is a high-paid, self-employed person. A real estate agent is a great example of someone who is self-employed but can't make any money unless they themselves are showing houses. That's when your business owns you. You had a question. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: With where I currently am with my business, would I be considered self employed or would I be considered a business owner? And how do you shift from the self employment sector to the investor se- sector?
0: You're a business owner. You just need to focus on profit first. Okay. Business owner. Your, your, your business is okay. You just need to focus on massive profit. Okay. Like, my business, focus on massive profit, okay? Massive profit, there is nothing else to think about. Now you want to be here or here. A business owner is someone like me. I can fly to Tahiti right now, I don't even know where it is and the geographical location of things, have no idea. I have a full team, I can stay in Tahiti right now, have a mental breakdown for a year. My business will continue to run and be more profitable when I come back sane than when I left. That is a business owner. McDonald's has a great business system in which a 16 year old kid can go in and run the business. All of you right now knows in every country that you walk into McDonald's on the front counter, fries are over there on the left. Y'all know it. You know it. You know the ice cream is right behind you, you know the dips or right under, you know this, you know this. Because that's a system, it's a system. Investor is someone who invests their money. Now you can be a business owner and have an apartment complex and real estate is your business, but it also is your investment. And so B and I often go together. They're often equal. When you play over here, you don't worry about security. You take lots of risk because you understand the only security, hear me, I've got a few minutes left. Hear me well. The only security on planet Earth. In fact, I'll draw it out for you. The only security, everybody ready for this? Would you like for me to would you like for me to put on a board what the only security on planet Earth is? Yes. There's only one security. There's only one true security on planet Earth. Just one. Are you ready?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You're not gonna like this. Whatever that number is, well, I don't even know what this number is and I don't even have time to count it. I got three minutes left and I wanna embarrass myself. Whatever this number is, one, two, three, four, five commas, whatever that number is, that's your only security. I'll get pretty close to it. Why am I saying this? Ladies and gentlemen, you have to understand this. The only way for you to unplug from what's enslaving you is a lot of money. That's it. That's it. I'm not telling you money is everything. That's an argument you can have at a different time. I am telling you, should you want real freedom, you have to make so much money that money doesn't matter. Is everyone hearing me? In order for you to truly be free, you have to have so much money to where money doesn't matter. How many of you right now have thought about your money in the last 24 hours? Of course you have. Every time you spent something, every time an automatic debit came across your account. Right now, some of you, you get money into your account and you quickly move it so nothing debits it. You understand what I'm saying? You feel safe in it. Ooh, I'm glad I could put it in this account. Or you hurry to go to the ATM and withdraw it before something can take it. How many of you, right now, you know, yep, yep, heads down. Yep, you get it. You absolutely get it. It is real. And the only way for you to unplug from this matrix, which I'm coming back to the matrix way later down the road, is to make a lot of money. If you're a good person, you would do a lot of good with a lot of money. If you have a heart for battered women, Do you know how many battered women shelters you will build, fund, help, assist, or donate to this much money? You, You need this much money. You absolutely need this much money in order for you to unplug. There is no other way. There is no other way. No other way. Please recognize, please put it upon you, put it in you you invest your money well, the laws of this universe is we're going to give you more money. My name is Antonio T. Smith, Jr. You've been watching Awareness. You can plant better. You can dominate. <laughs>